Welcome to, Welcome the, door to the door at the edge, at of, the reality, edge of reality, where we where challenge, challenge fact, fact and fiction, fiction. Looking, into looking into the unknown. The unknown. Go ahead, go turn ahead, the knob. turn this the knob. This is Blue Room Insight. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Blue Room Insight. I don't know how to start this any other way by saying other than I'm Daniel. <laughs> it's Matt. I'm here too. I really don't like. Do we we need to figure out another like thing to say other than hey, what's up? We're gonna talk to you about some shit. Like I really don't know what else to say. It works. We're right back at you with the episode of Blue Room Insight. <laughs> Sorry, had to get that in. My wicked weed brewing. <laughs> so I can't eat peanuts. You can't eat peanuts. Your peanuts literally was like... I don't even know how to... It, it's like when Guinness licks his nuts for like over 30 seconds. Like when the dog is cleaning himself down there for over an excessive amount of time and it just becomes disgusting. That wet popping noise? Yeah, just... I don't even want to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds like your mother last night, Trebek. <laughs> but yeah, so... How's everybody's week going? It's happening. I've been working. Yeah, same. It's like two more weeks, though, till yes. the Whistville UFO Fest. Ready, ready for that. Which... I'm sure Skipper is not ready for that. It's going to be a tough weekend for him. And a tough weekend for Darius. It's yeah. going to be a normal weekend for me. Yeah, typical weekend for Liam. Libby, right? Yeah, they'll be good. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything really going on. Not really. Skipper, anything going on with you, buddy? No. I got some new Doors albums in. Don't know if you saw them. Now I have three vinyls from the Doors. It's, uh, let's see, I got The Doors, their original album, the OG, and it's the 50th edition one. Nice. They're numbered. And then I have Morrison Hotel, and then I have LA One. So, they're pretty cool. Pretty cool. They come with, like, two, three CDs with it, like, the different mixes. I know you're looking at my little pop thing. Haley found that. She was like, hey, you want this? I was like, yes. <laughs> I said they had it at Leland not that long ago, actually. Yeah, Haley saw it, and she was like, dude, this is cool shit. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. She was like, who's that? I was like, that's Jim Morrison. <laughs> but, yeah. So, I like it. I like the doors, you know. I got to show Darius when he gets back. On his, his birthday vacation. Yeah, his birthday vacation. The big 2-1 that he's turning, the youngest of the group. He's pretty young compared to me. It's a child. I mean, to you guys, he's just a couple years. He's like what I am to you. Or you are what... Yeah, the other way around. But, yeah. That's what we are to you, and he's to us. Yeah. It's fucking weird. It's only four years. Yeah, it's like almost ten for me. (laughs) Twenty-nine. It never looks so better. (laughs) Or fatter. Or drunker, or higher. For me, I guess you only hit twenty nine once, Skipper. Always remember that. Man. And then you're into your thirties. Hopefully, like, it's the best decade. And your knees are all downhill from there, dude. I can't go downhill. <laughs> I went some. I went to Humic Ray Park earlier, and I went down some steps. Oh my god. Now we're about to be walking so much. No, it was just deep steps. Oh, okay, some steep, steep steps. Okay, well, you know, I really haven't been doing too much. I've been doing some research, and I've been watching a lot of Nazi history stuff on Discovery Plus. Some weird occult stuff that uh, they practiced, and, you know, if Hitler <coughs> survived or not, and all that fun stuff, but yeah. And then Skinwalker, the secrets of Skinwalker Ranch, yes, of course. I've actually been keeping up with that. Yeah? That's pretty, pretty cool. Skipper's like, I don't have TV or internet or anything. I just okay. played Minecraft. I've been finding some shit. And watch porn. But he doesn't watch it like you do, Matt, because you're in 8K. He's just in 4K. <laughs> and he gets to touch the screen where you just have to stare at the screen. <laughs> he gets to full, the full experience. He can just, like, 
and zoom in to where I'm yeah. Iron Tony Stark zoom <laughs> right there. It's a whole hologram. Oh man. Yeah. I watched well, the new Rescue Rangers movie. Oh yeah, that's right. Definitely recommend that. On Disney Plus, right? Yes. I heard Ugly Sonic is in it. Oh man, that was. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, I want spoilers. So spoiler warning. Probably fast forward. No, it's not. No, because I want to know about it. No, that shit's already on the internet. How do you think I fucking found out? I figured Matt told you. No, no, no. the internet told me. Like usually, when the internet spoils something, it's just something minor. Like I'm sure, I'm sure it has nothing really to do with the plot. You think that? Oh, cool. So okay, spoiler warning. Matt, tell me about this ugly Sonic. So he's at a convention of like. Old eighties and nineties character. Oh, is he is is he Sonic? He is ugly Sonic. <laughs> he is the the version for the newer movie. Yeah. That got scrapped. That is him. However, he's a little bit different due to copyright loss. How did they get it? Because they called him Ugly Sonic. That's why, and they changed a few things. They made him have a gut. I might that's watch this movie. Gotta, I might watch this movie tonight. And he works with the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm probably gonna watch this movie tonight. That's actually pretty cool. It just sounds so weird it's, to me. It's, it, I thought it was weird, but I actually yeah, really. The only that thing movie. I know about this movie is it was described as pretty much a modern Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> First of all, as a kid, I loved that movie. I feel like I would still love that. Spoiler movie. alert: Robert um, Roger <laughs> Roger Rabbit is in it. What about Jessica? No, you don't see. Her. I. She's name dropped, isn't she? Yeah, you? she's name dropped. But once. But she's not. Is she's, she a Disney character? I thought Roger Rabbit... I thought that was WB. Is it not? It doesn't matter. I mean... Well, I mean, it's clearly Disney, then. No. (gasps) Oh, what was it? it Why? Disney's lawyers apparently put a lot of work into getting some stuff that they don't own into that movie. Hmm. Like, they also have My Little Pony. Man, just to have fuck it money. (laughs) There's also a cameo of Naruto in it. Well, that's Nickelodeon. Uh, which... Well, that's shown in information. Wait, I, well, I was gonna say, doesn't did um, shit was it called? Uh, DreamWorks have anything to do with it? No. Are you sure? Like, not even the movie. Sorry, sorry. There's a cameo. There was a few cameos from DreamWorks characters. But I was I gonna say because DreamWorks is owned now by Disney. There was so Dream so DreamWorks could have actually owned all that stuff because you know Shrek is now a Disney character. All of Ice Age is not. They're actually yeah, that's getting it's remade. All Disney Plus, yeah. Yeah, that's getting remade. Who was was it? Blue Sky. Yeah, that Blue Sky. Right. Well, it'd be Blue Sky and DreamWorks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Blue Sky was the animators for Ice Age. Yeah. And then DreamWorks is what the production company then? I think so. Well, no, I was talking about because of Ice. Just Ice Age was Blue Sky. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah I don't know. That's. I mean, they got the money, and you know they're going to make tons of money. Luckily, I use... Good cast as Andy Samberg. Yeah, I heard uh, that. I saw that. John Mulaney and... uh, I mean, that's... Seth Rogen. (laughs) Who's Seth Rogen? (laughs) He's a dwarf. Yeah? Yeah. I'm going to watch it tonight, then. Um, I'm going to use Skipper's Disney Plus, because I try not to contribute to Disney as much as I can. (laughs) Even though that's, like, you know, my daughter's favorite thing right now. The only thing that I really get off with, like, Disney is The Simpsons. And then, I'm not going to lie, like, obviously I'm going to probably watch all the Star Wars shit. Yeah, I kind of dabble into the Marvel. <laughs> and then they're going to remake... I do recommend Moon Knight. Yes, Moon Knight, yeah, I'm Moon Knight watch is it. really good. They're gonna, That's you, the only one I've actually watched. You know they're going to make a, a new... or They're fighting right now to make Alien, but they are already... Like, I, I don't know if Prey is part of the Disney like cut off because you know how like Fox had like unlimited amount of movies coming out but I do know that they are going to start remaking like Predator and possibly Die Hard a bunch of action films are about to be remade Um, Mm -hmm. I I doubt they'll do Die Hard that's already like in it is it? yeah that's in the pipeline Hmm. I mean Die Hard already is a remake the original Die Hard I'm pretty sure had a Actually, I'm pretty sure it had Frank Sinatra in it. The original. 
So, yeah. Now, will Bruce Willis be in it? I don't know, because of his, like, whole sickness and everything. But, yeah. Because he said he was getting out of acting. Yeah, but he's still... I, I heard that there is enough Die movies. Hard 6 prequel won't happen because of the Disney Fox deal. You said prequel? So what about remake? Or reboot? Uh, apparently that was the plan was to... Because it was just called McLean, right? I'm fairly certain. Uh, this was as of August of last year. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw it, like, sometime in the winter. I was seeing, a, I saw a list of movies that Disney's about to, like, reboot or remake. Right. And Die Hard was one of them. So, because I'm kind of pissed about it. So I mean, I'm not, like, pissed because I, like, as much as I hate Disney, for the most part, they do re- remake good movies. And, like... So, if they're remaking Alien, is that scrapping the third movie in the Prometheus series after Covenant? Uh, that already got scrapped, I'm pretty sure. Did it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, Ridley like, Scott didn't want to do it anymore. That shot like a year ago, and it was still like in production. I have no idea. Well, if it's still in production, then maybe he's just still trying to get it worked out, because now Disney owns it. Right. Um, I don't know. It's it's kind of... It's a mess right now. <laughs> With the Fox... Or is it just... Is it is it Fox Studios now? Or mm-hmm. or was it... So it was 20th Century it was 20, Fox? It was 20th Century Fox, and now it's not. Okay. Maybe it's just 20th century. As of March 4th, apparently there is a new alien film in development. Nice. Okay. From the direct, the guy who directed uh, Don't Breathe. Um, the, the, the guy that directed Don't Breathe, I'm pretty sure is also the guy that directed the reboot of Evil Dead. So that's a pretty... Ridley Scott's good, producing. You better be producing. It's like Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi produced all the, guy, the stuff that that guy did. So that's pretty cool. That'd be nice. That would be nice. Um, the Predator prequel movie, Prey, Prey <laughs> should be on Hulu this summer. Hulu? Uh, allegedly. That's what this article is saying. Dude, I'm going to the movies to see it. I don't care. Apparently, also an Alien series. Oh, I saw that. That's gonna be badass. I'm still ready for Apple to put out that Godzilla series. And he series. is the one that did Evil Dead. Okay, cool. I was like, I'm pretty sure that is the guy. Um, yeah. Yeah, man, did you hear about that? The Godzilla series that's coming to Apple TV? I did not. And it's a sequel? Sure. Or no, it's a... It's a it, it is the events, like I think, leading up to Godzilla vs. Kong. Or oh, it's... So- or it's so it's like Godzilla mon- fighting right. all the monarch stuff. Yeah, all the different cryptids. Yeah, listen. Okay, that's what it's about. Um, that came out I think last year, and then I read in my G fan for anybody that's a Godzilla uh, fan that there might be like a sequel coming back for Hedora. I saw that when we, when we went to go pick it up. Yeah, I read it. So actually. Uh, coming back to the Prey movie. I do have my G-Fan here. Uh, it is set 300 years ago and follows a warrior of the Comanche Nation. Yeah, I saw that. It's going to be really interesting. Like, I don't know, they get crazy. There's my poster. That's the whole reason it? that you got that shit. Oh, that's heavy metal. August 5th. I, I liked how, were you like surprised that I was getting heavy metal? Whenever I picked up my comics? A little bit. Why? It's good. I know. You should get it. Did you ever decide that you were going to... Uh, I didn't do the subscription. Do a list? A mail order? I didn't do it. It's worth it. Definitely worth it. There is no theatrical release. It's straight to Hulu. That's... So it's probably a Disney... Oh, uh, no. Maybe it isn't a, a uh, 20th century thing. Could be a Fox. Because uh, the director, the director is known for uh, some episodes of Black Mirror and The Boys and also 10 Cloverfield Lane. Okay, first of all, that's the best one in the whole Cloverfield, like, series. So, and then The Boys and Black Mirror. That might be pretty good. I'm excited for it. It can't, I mean, it can't be worse His than fucking Predators. Trattenberg. It can't be worse than Predators. <laughs> or, the, I'm sorry, not Predators. The Predator. Huh. The last one. Oh, I've Olivia never Mon. seen any of them. The Predator. It can't be worse than that. Predators was actually decent. I think that one has Adrian Brody in it. It was alright. It was... Different. Which one? Predators or the Predator? I'm not sure which one I'm thinking of now. Or Predator 2. Which one was the most recent one? 
The Predator. That had Olivia Munn in it. That one I didn't like. You didn't? Yeah, that sucked. Yeah. But Predators. Yeah, Predators was good. It was cool because they went to like their planet yeah, or something. Yeah, it was, it was different. Like, yeah. yeah. And then obviously like Predator <clears throat> One was great, and and then Predator Two was awesome. I remember as a kid, I really loved Predator Two, and yeah, I think I liked it. New, what was it? Did you go to New York or when was it? Yeah, New York. Yeah. Uh, with uh, oh, what's his name? Um, uh, Danny Glover. Yeah, there you go, Danny Glover. Not Donald Glover. <laughs> Danny Glover, um, yeah, I like I like that one. I think I like that one more because of the lore, like it like kind of brought in the universe and it had like a xenomorph head in the background, had that T Rex head in the background and like, um, well actually then Prey is probably no, they, went, one. they went to Los Angeles. It wasn't New York. It was Los Angeles. Oh L A. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right, right. Um, so with that one, that one uh, the Prey will probably be cool because I'm pretty sure in the ship whenever um, Glover was like there. I'm pretty sure there was like that, yeah there was a Comanche, Comanche I was about like, to say stuff. wasn't there a cameo so, of a Comanche like Tomahawk or yeah so yeah. I think that might be the cool see that's the reason why I like Predators like whole yeah. lore and everything but yeah it's pretty good well guys we're actually here to talk about the Van Meter Visitor not movies <laughs> so yeah let's buckle into this one I hope uh, Jeremiah I hope you're listening to this I'm doing one of your your, your favorites other than you know Bigfoot. Um, if you guys aren't following Bigfoot Society podcast, you definitely should, and you should also sign up for their Patreon. Uh, this is not an ad for them, but they do have a dollar uh, subscription for Patreon, which will give you access I mean, to the it Discord. It is an ad for them, just it not is an a paid ad. ad. It's not a paid ad, but it's good enough. So I just feel like he needs that. Uh, He's also going on a Bigfoot expedition um, for you know, like a fun camping trip looking for Bigfoot um, in the summertime. So buy a shirt. Help him out. It's on his Etsy store. Bigfoot Society Podcast. All right. <laughs> so, getting into the Van Meter Visitor. Um, so, so actually, before we get into the Van Meter Visitor, I want to talk about Iowa in general. Um, because I did not know that Iowa was more than cornfields. And I'm pretty sure that that is what every Iowan would hear like and everybody hears right Iwanesian Iwanesian <laughs> so like uh, I got I purchased the book Monsters of the Hawkeye State um, when it came out oh, a couple weeks ago yes. and it's Cryptids and Legends of Iowa well as I'm reading it I started realizing wow Iowa is so much more and I learned a lot and I'm now Matt also has the book so I'm going to be talking to Skipper really about this I mean, there's a chance that Matt doesn't know some of this stuff. But, Skipper, did you know that there are more pigs than people in Iowa? No. It's an 8 to 1 ratio. I'm not terribly surprised. Okay, so here's some history, though, real quick. Yeah, I'm not surprised either, but at the same time, that's a lot of fucking pigs. <laughs> um, you know, Do you know who Otto... Uh, is his name, like, Rowheider? Rowheider? Wow, I did not write that name very well. It is literally scribbled. The guy that made the uh, the machine to do bread. Oh, to, for sliced bread? Yeah. Yeah. Auto, what is it? I can't read that last name. I'm trying to find Why can't I read the last name? Skipper, do you know who made bread? I can figure it out. No, don't figure it out if you don't know. Either way, the sliced bread machine was made there. Okay. Otto Frederick Rowetter. Rowetter. Okay, that's what I was close. My scr- I don't know why I scribbled that in my notes. Okay, American Gothic, the painting, Grant Wood. It's in Iowa. Um, it has... Okay, so also, Iowa has been... Is, is one of the states that's known as the best state in America. Is the most... Or let me rephrase it. The most patriotic or the most American state in America. And here's why. And this actually caught me by surprise. It has the highest number of bald eagles per square mile. It has the most astronauts. Has the most major league baseball player per capita, and it has the largest percentage with home uh, with homes with firearms. And it is also rated as one of the safest states, which I'm pretty sure is because of the firearm issue. Oh, not issue, but uh, percentage of firearms owned by by household. <coughs> Excuse me. What, yeah. what is that person? I didn't. Even, I didn't even bother looking because I felt the respectfulness of it, and I just said, "I, I, I understand you." 
<laughs> I just felt like I was like, I get it. So, I was taken by surprise by every single thing other than the sliced bread machine and the American Gothic because I actually knew those were from that. Right. Um, is Field of Dreams in Iowa, or was that like Nebraska? I think it was Nebraska. Okay, I was just I was just wondering, and I all I could think of was cornfields. Because well, I mean, Iowa is part of the Corn Belt. Yep, it is indeed. If you build it, they will come. All over Matt's titties. I'm just joking. Did you find it? No. Okay. So Skipper, yeah, did you did you, would you have expected the highest oh, no. number of bald eagles? Field of Dreams is in Iowa. Oh yeah, I got it right. Dyersville. Look at that. Huh, Skipper? Highest number of what? Highest number of bald eagles per square mile. Would you have guessed that at all? I have no idea where bald eagles live, so probably not. Basically almost every state. Where eagles dare. That's a misfit song, sorry. Anyways, um, <coughs> Yeah, but I mean, like, think about it. Okay, so, like, they're, like, a, they're, I don't know. I just feel like they're a little closer towards uh, kind of like the ocean. Like, the sense. Pacific like, West, the Pacific Northwest and all that? Yeah, and, like, here. Well, yeah, they're, not yeah, they're, here. Here. they're super big here, which I yeah. I see them anytime That's I cross the North Bridge. That actually surprised me. I found that out about a year ago. I'm not going to lie, though. The Pacific Northwest was really where I thought they were. I did not realize how, I mean, they got to be our, our nation's bird for a reason, right? Um, what about astronauts? Was that surprising to you? I feel like I knew that one. Okay, out of well, at one point I thought it was Ohio. I mean, so like when it's I just a bunch of states people want to leave. It's Iowa and Ohio. I feel like those are like the two pretty patriotic states, right? Or most American states, really. And then the fictional character James T. Kirk from Star Trek <laughs> is also from Iowa. Yeah, Iowa. I saw that. <laughs> Where in Iowa? Isn't it like rivers something? Or does it just say Iowa? It just says Iowa. No, Earth. I'm pretty sure. No, it's more specific than that. Um, Riverside, the town of Riverside. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I'm I'm not really big into Star Trek, so I feel like I could be, but I feel like I just really haven't gave it the chance. Um, is there any of these that kind of surprised you guys? Yeah, going into this, I just always thought Iowa was just cornfields and just a road, a highway yeah, that ran through it. It's Probably. a straight road. And it's a Midwestern state, so I figured it'd be, like, four-lane highway. <laughs> Maybe an eight-lane. <laughs> nah. But, like, uh, yeah. No, that's really cool. It actually kind of made me really want to visit it. Actually, because of the Vanometer Visitor, I 100% that is on my list of places to go. And they do have a festival. So, I mean, we probably should start marking the calendars of when these festivals are for next year. Right. and Saving up to go. Yeah. Really start getting into it. So... Yeah, we're going to go ahead and take it away with the little town of Van Meter in central Iowa. All right. So, the setting is Van Meter, Iowa in 1903. Van Meter is a small town 20 miles southwest of Des Moines, Iowa. Des Moines. And the first sighting of the Van Meter visitor was on September 28th, 1903. Ulysses G. Griffith was coming back from from uh, doing his rounds around the farms, selling tools. And as soon as he got into town at 1 a.m., he saw a strange light on top of the Mather, Mather and Greg building downtown. Mm-hmm. And he'd never seen it before. And he watched the light, and he saw it where it and went out. And the watched him. <laughs> <laughs> where it went out, and then all of a sudden, it was on the other building across from it. Right, like a searchlight? Right. Like, he saw it. He didn't see the creature jump. He just saw the light, light right. go out, and then it appeared above another building. And uh, Ulysses was... He was respected in the community, and he went around and told everybody, like, okay, we'll keep an eye out, and everything like that. It was just strange that he saw it. And then the next night, the town doctor, Dr. Alcott... He was and a, a banker. Right. Yeah. It was... A, was that the same night? Yeah, a banker okay. and a town doctor. Right. <clears throat> No, the banker was the next night. No, I thought that was uh, I, I thought that was the uh, um, <coughs> the hardware store. Uh, Ov White was the next one, right? I mean, I could be wrong. I mean, it happened over a period of a right. Couple it was like days. it was a uh, week, yeah. But yeah, because the banker was the thirtieth. 
Yeah. Banker was Clarence was the thirtieth. Clarence. But on September twenty ninth, the daughter saw a light that was shining in through his window because he had a an apartment or yeah, you're a, right. a, like a bedroom behind his office. Right. And he saw a light just shining in his face. And when he went outside with his gun to see what it was, because he thought it was a robber or something like that. Oh, hold on, wait. Uh, before before you, you finish that part, because the gun part, it just reminded me. Uh, <clears throat> Griffith also had a gun. And right. he actually shot at the uh, this creature while it was kind of jumping the the town at night that well with the searchlight and everything um he also was able to kind of describe it as a human shaped flying monster with giant bat wings and had a uh, a horn on its head that glowed like a searchlight that was the doctor oh was it yeah no i thought the doctor had uh fuck i don't know nope. what's going on telling, i thought he saw the three-toed print telling the events in order all righty fuck <laughs> That was the doctor. So the doctor went out with the gun and he shot it and it had no effect on it or anything. And he's the one that described it as a creature that seemed half man, half animal with bat-like wings and light coming from a horn on its forehead. And he said he shot at it, it had no effect, and it just flew off. Hmm. And then the next night, September 30th, Clarence Dunn, he was a banker. He was walking back to the bank to do night watch because of all the stuff happening a few nights before he was afraid there was robbers or something like that so he got into the bank and settled in and he heard like a rasping breathing at 1am coming from outside so he went to go investigate and then he saw the creatures and as soon as he saw it he fired through the window <laughs> shattered the glass of the bank window with his shotgun, and he thought he killed it. But he waited till the next morning to go out. And when he went outside, he couldn't find the creature. And the only thing he saw was three three-toed prints that was outside, and they took a casting of it. And then October first, Ov White saw it. He. Ovi White saw it downtown on a cross-section of a telephone pole, but he saw it without its light on. Right. And he saw it climb down a telephone pole, and he described it as a parrot using his beak to climb down something. Right. And then he also noticed a strange odor that he couldn't think of what it was. Like, he couldn't... Right. He couldn't identify it. But he also said that he couldn't remember the events of that night right it was another <clears throat> so another citizen of Van Meter saw it when O.V. White saw it and his name was Sidney Gress and he said when it got to the ground off the telephone pole it, ho- it started hopping like a kangaroo hmm oh yeah I did read about that yeah, yeah. that was pretty crazy so, I've got one other person that saw it that night, a local high school teacher, hmm. who likened it to the devil. Right. I'm sorry, I did what? Likened it okay. to the devil. That's crazy. Right. Okay, so, before we go any further, really quick, because I did feel kind of weird, like, how I interrupted you. No, you're good. Um, my two sources, well, my two main reading sources, are they at odds with each other? They are, including a name. So, obviously, I told you guys at the beginning that I read from David Weatherly, Monsters of the Hawkeye State, which, honestly, I've never had any issues with his books. I have three of them, which I will be having all 50 when they are out. Um, And then I had another one, which is just like a paragraph thing, but it's Chasing American Monsters from Jason Offit. Or Offit? Offit. Offit. So, in the Chasing American Monsters, it has UG Griffin... Not Griffith. And then it also says that he shot the creature as it was flying over downtown, which I didn't see in this book. Right. And, like, when I was reading it. But I was like, oh, well, maybe... Because I knew you didn't take from this book, so I was like, oh, I'm going to add a little bit extra flair well, also to it. Well, online, it didn't have anything. Because I took, I took information from both right. David Weatherly's book and also online, and it 
Right. Didn't really have him shooting. Even, you know, honestly, even the podcast I listened to uh, with Griffith, I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody mentioned him shooting. Because I think he just saw the light. And then also, it does say the day later, the town, the banker and the town doctor, like, on the same day. Yep. And then all they saw was the three-toed print. So... Yeah, that's really weird to me. That so I will say if you guys are reading that, just be careful and maybe do a background check, which maybe I should have realized that they were different. When I read this one and saw, because at first I just saw UG, so I didn't even read Griffin. Like I just saw UG because I just felt Ulysses G right. right? Yeah. So I was just like putting that in my head, and then whenever I was like, okay, well I was like I read that, like I wouldn't have just put that in my notes, right? So I went back to see where I got it from, and yeah, it is totally different. So that really sucks. And and again, it's only like three paragraphs long, maybe four, but like still, you know, you would think that they would get it right. And I will say though, the thing Chasing I've got American pulled Monsters up right now cool. also has the Doctor and Banker on the same night. Okay, so oh, it was also over a hundred years ago. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. so Griffith did actually. So online, it did say that he did shoot. Yeah, he did shoot. Okay. So, so there's just a bit of so conflicting bit of, information. Well, not maybe conflicting, but just missing or maybe irrelevant to a certain situation. It seems like everybody in Iowa already owns a gun, so maybe it's just assumed. <laughs> well, even in 1903, people still own guns. Oh maybe. hell yeah! Because this is still like frontier territory. It is, which actually kind of brings up to like more of my like conclusion on right. shit. But like, no, like realistically, okay, so. There's some missing information there. Uh, what we'll, I mean, what was the reign of terror? <laughs> like what, four or five days? We'll say right, like so a week. Okay, we'll so like week. we'll just give it a business week. <laughs> <laughs> they let him off on Sunday. <laughs> Saturday was an early day, but okay. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure and clear that up because at first I was like, well, fuck. I was like, right. I, I don't want to be right. Yeah, yeah like I was just like, was well, just damn. Multiple sources. Yeah. So. And it's a hundred-year-old article. Like it is old, so and it's bound to be. Because I can't believe though that they got the cast of a three-toed. Right. Like they, like I, they got that. Did you guys ever? Did you look into that? Did yes, I did. So they said that it's possible that it could. They can. They could still have the cast. Right. However, because of the plaster that was used back then, it wouldn't be as strong as it would be now. Right. And that it probably could have crumbled away, and it was probably in a dime museum that was popular right and of course they're popular now so it could be crumbled to dust or it could be in a box somewhere did you I wonder if it's anywhere did you look up see if it was anywhere I didn't sorry I think we're all connected to Wi-Fi right now (laughs) my computer is running so slow oh man anyways um Okay, well, cool. So, it seems like everybody except for, what, the banker and the... The banker. It seems like everybody except for the banker took a shot at this thing, right? No, the banker had the shotgun. Oh, I thought that was the town doctor. No, he... They didn't say... From, oh, have, that's right, because he was... He shot he, the glass out the window. He shot the glass... The, do- the doctor did? No, the, the banker, banker did. He was in the bank doing night watch gotcha. because of all the stuff that was going on. Right. And so he like heard it outside and just shot the glass through the window. Okay, so the banker is apparently the one who made the cast. Yes. Okay, gotcha. And then there's different sources that say the banker and the doctor made the cast. I'm not seeing prints in this, but I mean, there was prints in both. Well, uh, all of my. Oh yeah, no, I saw that too. I looked that up. I don't know if that was a print or not. Um, I tried to read the little bottom of it, but I couldn't tell. Um. Also, anybody that does listen to this episode, please send us anything you got on this because I'm not gonna lie, like I actually really loved like this story and I'm like really big into it and I'm probably there was a book that was mentioned uh I think actually in David Weatherly's book and I'm probably gonna order it. Um it was on let's see. I mean it, it was on the uh fan meter visitor obviously but yeah there it was uh it was definitely it sounds very interesting (coughs) 
That's pretty cool. I will say that if you, like, oh, here it is. Uh, the Vanometer Visitor, A True and Mysterious Encounter with the Unknown. So. Yeah, that's the main book I found online. So I, I think. I, could, I couldn't get in time. Oh, okay. It, so it, you it did find up. it? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to probably order that. Sometimes whenever you are going through this stuff, I kind of wish that, like, I, I like, found more. Um, but yeah, also, guys, another shout-out to David Weatherly. I mean, like, his books really are amazing. I mean, it helped with any of the North Carolina stuff that Skipper and I have already done. Like, it just kind of... It's kind of big. Well, my book, I just started falling and I caught it. <laughs> that was weird. And, of course, he does all his research and he goes out to the towns and everything. Yeah. Oh, cool, another little uh, thing that I just found. Paranormality Magazine, which will be at the fest, the right. fest so... That's a really cool thing to get get into, little Maddie. Okay, so back to the story. <laughs> All right, where were we? So, we are on October 3rd. So, on October 3rd, J.L. Platt heard noises coming from the uh, abandoned coal mine that was in the town. And he was the manager of, I think, what was it, a brickyard that was close to the mine? And so he went to go investigate. And when he went to the mine, he saw two creatures instead of the one. And he said, and all accounts say that the two creatures that they saw were, one was smaller and one was bigger. So it could have been a parent and a child. And he said that the noises, and I'm going to quote it. Oh, I got your quote. Uh, I I hope it's it's the same quote. It's from the Des Moines Daily Daily News. News. Okay, Okay, yeah. So, the noise opened up again, as though Satan and a, regi- a regime of imps were coming forth for battle. Or regiment, I guess. However you want to pronounce right, it. A regiment of imps, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, you know what's super weird about that is actually on another, my other source, <laughs> actually said that the uh, townspeople armed with rifles followed the monster to the abandoned mine outside the town. Right, that's also what I heard. Okay, so like, uh, I think, way, I, think just, I think they just summed up all the information that they all right. the news. So, I've got, they followed it to an abandoned coal mine which was near an old brickyard. Yeah, so. okay, so basically they followed it and then they heard the scream right, which basically is, certified that there was after, something there. Allegedly after he saw it, that's when everybody, the whole town got together and right. like, alright, we gotta stop this. Yeah, and then they opened fire on these two monsters and... They retreated and never emerged again from the mine. Everybody, sorry, the town sealed up the mine and thought... Yeah, so, like, did they seal it? Like, did they... they, How did they seal it? That's what everything I found said, that they sealed the mine. I'm not sure. So nobody went back. And another quote from that article, uh, the reception, the they, which would be the monsters mm-hmm. uh, received would have been would have sunk the Spanish fleet but aside from unearthly noise and a peculiar odor they did not seem to mind it but slowly descended the shaft of the old mine right okay so and then uh, also uh, I don't know why I didn't see this earlier but while I was just flipping through some notes um, there the, the uh, footprint the, the cast that they made um, it could have been destroyed during a devastating fire. Which did you touch on that, Matt? The uh, print, yes. The, okay. There, it destroyed like most during of downtown. Yeah, it destroyed most of downtown of. Uh, so I guess I did have that and didn't realize it. So nobody was really sure where the uh, the cast ended up. It could have been destroyed in a fire. It could have crumbled up or still in a box somewhere. That'd be real nice. So it, so it does seem like they just sealed it up. I've got a couple isolated incidents uh, over the years. Right, but right, there's a couple. So, did like my thing is is like, did the like is it because it's 1903 that people didn't like go into the mine to figure out what happened to it or? Like, I mean, you just unloaded enough to apparently sink the Spanish fleet, and they just kind of went meh. Like I'm gonna. Toss it in a tomb. Right. I guess out of sight, out of mind, huh? It can't eat in there. It's just going to starve to death. That's the philosophy behind that. So, right. So one of my favorite things about this story is how kind of like early it was into like the, uh, I mean, there's really no better way to say it, but like the colonizing of the West 
is like so European settlers started arriving in the 1840s during this. So 60 years later, they encounter this creature, right? And I mean, who knows? Maybe it was like asleep in the mines. Maybe like you know, maybe something was going on, and they just awoken it. It's like trimmers, like Rodan. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so yeah, like I, I just kind of, I don't know. Like this thing is like we're still in the process of manifesting destiny. Okay. <laughs> um, it just seems like like the time frame and everything. Like I definitely for this case, for this account, for this cryptid this van meter visitor like it sounds like it could be even in a sense like even though it described it as like kind of being human like formed right it, i mean there's a lot of things that are right like um i do kind of not necessarily in iowa but a little bit more west they did have the sightings of not well and in iowa but like thunderbirds and you also had the like pterodactyl right. sighting which i don't know what else to call them right now but like Usually when Thunderbirds... Like flying Reptile. Or it, well, it's flying. like... The, I can't remember, like... There's specific cryptid names for them. But it wasn't that, like, in Arizona? Which I know is a little way... Like, yeah. it's a bit out of the way. But, like... I mean, the, who knows? You know? I mean, things happen all the time. Like, things travel up... Right. Go yeah, out they and, They migrate, know, yeah. Yeah, they migrate all the time. But with this, I think... Like, they unearthed something. Like, they woke something up with the mining. Maybe. <clears throat> um... Because, I, I, I mean, it has a light on its head, allegedly. So it would... So that's another thing. Right, that was, it would have been okay underground. Like, it was best suited underground. So even though this was, like, a... Uh, it, it seemed like it was a mining town. I don't know if it was necessarily a logging town, but it, it definitely seems like it was a mining town. Or, I mean, logging in, mining th- was big back right. then. Right. So. Do you think, like, this was, like, more of a mining, like, urban legend? Where, like, you know, because it had the light on its head, kind of right. like... But yeah, also, at the, the same time, like, the lamp, like... Well, I don't know if that was... That wasn't around in 1903, was well, it? Yeah, they had the little gas. It was, oh, the gas. Yeah, yeah okay, that's little, what I was going to say. I didn't know if they had more lantern gas. kind of things, or if it, it was, was, like... It was something... I've watched a guy actually show how it was done. Hmm. Like, you had to have, a, like, actual, like, flint and just... At that time, how long has electricity been around? Because they mentioned it being, like, an electric like, spotlight. Right. Like, commonly around. Right. So, it was widely used in, uh... Man, that's a long time. As of 1925, half of houses had electricity. It was officially, like, uh, started in Manhattan, I guess, uh, in 82. So it, okay, so so this it could have spread to them. So the yeah. town probably had electricity, but like individual houses probably didn't have it. There's a chance, yeah. Right. They were on the streets. <laughs> they were nice enough to put lights out on the streets. Um, okay. So, you know, as I say that, though, like, that's how I think about it, right? Or maybe there wasn't necessarily a light, but maybe its face was kind of right. shiny or something. Or, Perhaps like one of, them, one of them had been to like a bigger city and saw lights and knew what it looked like. Right. Because he never said that there was lights in the store. Right. So, I mean... and There, it, it there, were, there was the telephone poles, but it didn't say... Electricity. Right. I mean, if you have telephone... I mean, it was either telephone or telegraph. I was going to say, but if you have that, it's pretty safe to assume that maybe... Right, somewhere in there is going to be right. some electricity. Um... I really like this one. And honestly, like, I've been trying to come up with, like, my favorite cryptids. And I think the Van Meter Visitor is is in my top five. Uh, it's getting harder and harder to come up with a top five. And I'm only doing the ones that, like, I actually know of. Um, I have started excluding Mothman because I don't think Mo- Mothman may not be a cryptid. Like, you know what I mean? It might be something more supernatural than that. Uh, but if... And actually, the Van Meter Visitor might be, too. Uh, especially if you if you guys listen to it's a dinosaur <laughs> campfire <laughs> tells of the strange and unsettling which is a great podcast skipper I tell you all the time that you would really like them because they are the ones that like tell a story at the beginning kind of like how like you were talking about like doing a radio broadcast yeah that one time so they do that basically they tell like the whole story well they did an episode on this like a bit back now but it was it's still one of my favorites and 
they actually brought up when they went into the mine maybe the cave systems connected with that or maybe they were able to get to basically the cave systems yeah and maybe they connect all the way to like West Virginia and stuff and everywhere else really you know the whole country right and maybe it is a different species or maybe it is the same as what Mothman is so like kind of like in that flying group right I don't know just something like that and I thought that was really interesting but yeah I just is it raining? sounds like that's right yeah damn that's that North Carolina humid rain out there anyways the uh yeah, it just seems like the story... See, that's where it comes out to, too, is because, like, the story to me kind of sounds like it could be, to a point, made up for, like, a mine worker. Like, somebody... Like, a coal miner or right, just whatever like, they're... like, stories they told around the campfire. Yeah, because it sounds like that. But then, at the same time, I'm over here, like, you don't get all these people, like, telling you, like, like coming up with these stories and stuff, and the next thing you know, like... Especially when they're... They're pretty uh, well respected. They all have decent jobs. They're all business owners. Like you have a whole, basically a whole town. Yeah, and then you have See. a town at the end, a town of nine hundred people. Or what did you say by that? Allegedly, the U.S. records said it was four hundred. Right. So, like, I mean, okay, so four hundred to a thousand people. Sub one thousand. <laughs> right. Like that's crazy. I don't know. What do you What do you guys think? Let's Let's go ahead and. And, and figure this out. And that, like I said, uh, you know, in previous <coughs> podcast uh, episodes, we're, we're scratching the surface on our notes for you guys. Uh, sometimes some of us dig deeper. Like I said, I'm definitely buying a, another book. Uh, I've watched a, a few things on it, some YouTube, and like it, it's it's it was a fun one. Um, I don't know if it replaces the Hodak for me yet because I love that little guy. Well, little big guy, but <laughs> and you know it's really hard when it comes down to the cryptids trying to figure out which ones are my favorite, or even which ones that I would like to uh, kind of you know junior investigate a little bit more. But I will definitely say the Van Meter Visitor is worth it. I uh, it's not it's always been an interesting one for me because I'm start like I ever saw the, the artwork I'm like wow this is actually really cool right and I looked into it. But it's it's up there. What, Skipper, what are, what are your favorite like cryptids? I mean, you can go off the ones that you only know. That's fine. Like the ones that you've even investigated. Would would the Hodag still basically be your guy? Yeah, yeah. I got a little magnet right there. I like the Mokele Mobimbe. <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, obviously, we're still learning. We're still we gathering it up. I would say that if if I consider Mothman a cryptid, Mothman and the Hodag are probably like my top two. And then, honestly, Van Meter would probably be, like, right there. I really like the Flatwoods monster, but I don't know. There's, See, it gets really yeah. hard because, for me, like, I don't consider the Flatwoods monster a cryptid either. I feel like that's alien. more alien yeah. or some supernatural thing. Right. Um, Up until the point we know, though, right, it's a right. cryptid. Right. So, well, that's what sucks about it is because it's like, well, then technically everything that's just unknown is a cryptid, right? And then yeah. I didn't realize my favorite fish was a cryptid. Yeah, that the was cool. the coelacanth. Yeah. I was like, huh. Look at that. Well, yeah, was a cryptid. Yeah, it was a cryptid. Now, right. it's, legit. now it's fish. Yeah. But that's the whole point of this, right? Like trying to investigate and finding out that it, it's not a cryptid. Um, all right, Skipper, so what do you think? What is your final <laughs> conclusion of the Van Meter Visitor? I don't know. <laughs> Like, maybe you just didn't do enough research, or or is it more of, like, you can, you can kind of it. believe it, but you also can see it as, like, the urban legend, and or or just a, story, a campfire story, or... It, it, just lean a certain way. Don't even say, I don't know, just lean whatever way you gotta lean. Just go with your heart, you know? Think about, like, what we, we talked about, you know, it's only 60 years after European settlers started coming in. I feel like... You know that Iowa seems to be way more diverse in nature than we thought, <laughs> and everything else. I don't think it was a real creature. <sighs> you want to do the rating? 
Will you rate it? The one through five star thing that we did the last time? Um, Do you remember the rating? One is completely unbelievable. Five, 100% believable. Was real or will be proven. Yeah. Yeah. I'm leaning like two, three. Wow. Really? So two is less believable to no proof and three is evidence supports the possibility. I'm sitting at like a firm two and a half. I can't really sway either way. I gotcha. I guess that rounds to three. Okay, so three. The evidence supports the possibility. So I mean, you know, more to be to be decided. Yeah. All right, Matt. What about you? Judging by the fact that there were multiple witnesses and like half the town fought this back into a mine, allegedly, I want to say they saw something. I agree. I agree 100%. I think I think the Van Meter visitor was a real creature. Now, no matter if it was destroyed in the mine or and if that was the only two left or right. what have you. Uh, I'm going to give it a four for me just I'm, because. I'm giving it a four because we don't have that evidence. Right. All they had to do is go back and That's mine. all they had to do. <laughs> now, maybe we're wrong. Maybe we right. missed that. Maybe they already did. I have no idea. Again, listeners, hit me up. Twitter. Uh, well, let's just go to Instagram. the mine ourselves. Again, next year, man. Next year. or I, And if we do, maybe I'll hit, uh, hit up Jeremiah and see, there see was, what he's doing. There was actually a more recent, like I guess, sighting that, they, that somebody was driving near the mine. And that they saw a bat-like the creature. The ghost of the creature. Right. No, okay, but yeah, like I guess like, oh, no, there's an old mine there. Like, they drove, like, literally right past it, and it's right. about, like, creature on the side. Now, I will say that I am. Oh, uh, apparently. I don't know if it's out yet. This article came out. Oh. What was that? That was Discord. Guess who it was? Jeremiah. <laughs> Bigfoot Society. This article was from August of last year. Right. Um, apparently, there's a TV show where they actually do an investigation into the mine shaft. Huh. That is awesome. At the time, he could not disclose the name of the TV show. I'm assuming it's still in development. But they do apparently go into the mine shaft. Okay. And you, okay, so you said it, it hasn't been. Um... At the time of this article's writing, it had not been, like, publicized yet. Hmm. Uh,. He said he was part of an investigation into the mine shaft filmed for a TV show back in May, so about a year ago at now. Uh, his NDA prevents him from discussing it further. Ah, damn those fucking. I understand though. Okay, so cool. Also, you know, you guys just heard that Discord go off. I'm telling you again, join Bigfoot Society's podcast Discord. It's a dollar. Matt, please join. You'd love it, buddy. Uh, yeah, I'd love it. Okay, I looked good. at it the other night. He's sick. Also, if you do, if you join more, which, Matt, I know I, you I can saw, afford I it. I saw the different I mean, let me, hold on, wait, let me show you the shit. Actually, uh, I can show you a couple things. The membership I card can. and the pin. I can show you the membership card because I have it on me at all times. Bigfoot Society membership card. Official. Nice. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, Skipper. And then I do have his sticker. Uh, I haven't put it on anything yet because I'm. I kind of want like a cooler, like it or like whenever we start going camping and all that stuff. I kind of want to put all my like podcasting stickers on there. And then uh, he also just gave out a pen. Uh, those are those are obviously like a little bit higher yeah. on the the disc or the Patreon. Uh, were they but, the first come first serve ones? No, okay. I don't think so. There was one that was like, oh, if you're like the first ones, you get no, it. No, so like or we got... it like one of the upper levels? It's the upper know. levels. Okay. So they also have, um, which I got from the last quarter because it's a quarterly thing, uh, for the bigger items. Um, I got a, uh, a, a really cool shirt, and it was just a special design that you can't order on his right. Etsy shop or anything like that. Also, uh, what else was it? Um trying to think of what else happened oh uh on his discord and which i already talked to you about they he has like monthly raffles 
and I have won, I think, three of them, <laughs> which is, I'm super fucking happy, believe me, I, I love it, I really do, um, but I want more people to join because I want more people to experience this awesome gesture. Uh, one of the things that I did get was the Bigfoot Paradox, like with this research book, it's literally not even an hour read, but it was so awesome, and it, it kind of, it talks about the, uh, the uh, Patterson Gib Gib Patterson Gib Gib film, film okay. and like just like the evidence to prove right and I mean like I believe in Bigfoot so like it was just really cool reading that and then I also I got a uh, the Squonk this child's book for like the a Squonk um, which I read to Sloan like all the time or <laughs> I've read it once to her but I want to read it all the time <laughs> and then I just recently won the UFO. Uh, Right. On the trail of UFOs from Small Town Monsters. I did have it already, so I did give it to Matt because I also helped, or not helped, but like I, I, I did the Kickstarter with Small Town Monsters to receive all those movies. Right. So, nice. but yeah, no, it's it's a, it's definitely a thing. Uh, actually, I, to be honest with you, I could tell you guys, everybody that I'm on Patreon with, and it's 100% worth it. Uh, I do, I do not, I do not, like, I don't know, I couldn't tell, like, these are just worth it. The, their content is awesome. Uh, on Wednesdays, we talk weird. Astros and Pato put out some really awesome stuff. Campfire Tales of the Strangeness and Unsettling, uh, already talked about them a little bit earlier in the episode. Well, early later in the episode. But they have a lot of content that they put out, like, weekly. Uh, they do... I want to say true crime or like a crime thing, like missing 411 stuff or they're going to. I can't remember if that's a thing yet. And then Strangeology, Jeff over there, he does a really good job. And he's the one that makes those awesome sick shirts. So he does really good. Um, I will be probably getting on Blurry Creatures Patreon because they, they're they so interesting like on, on a different level because they actually talk about which I'm sure I've actually talked about this on another episode, but they talk about, like, basically, like, religion and then the blurriness of, like, these cryptids mm-hmm. and aliens and all this stuff and how they kind of come together and, like, putting superstition or, like, super, you know, not just superstition, but supernatural and, like, all this stuff back into religion because that's how it used to be. And, like, when you kind of get into that, it kind of makes a lot more sense. And, actually, I was listening to... Uh, Bigfoot Society podcast, the early access because I'm on Patreon, which the after show is fucking badass, and you get to hear somebody fight a skinwalker. Wink, <laughs> wink. Uh, anyways, they had uh, he he they were talking about um, Jeremiah was talking about uh, blurry creatures, so I'm happy that they're getting out and their stuff is really well edited. They're not like us being janky, <laughs> like just doing it in a room and a little mic and a laptop, but. Oh, you gotta start somewhere. Right. You know, we don't really edit anything. I'm sure we could make it sound better if we if we did. Who knows, maybe one day this could be our full time full time job. That'd be kinda nice. Be a lot more less stressful. I heard maybe more stressful. Could be. Then you got deadlines and Fine with that. We're fighting nature out in the wilderness. Fine with that. Always having to pack heat. Fine with that. Yeah, me too. But a lot of those things I already do. <laughs> A little mini Teddy Roosevelt over here. Because <laughs> <laughs> I will carry a big stick. <laughs> All right, well, yeah. So that's a four-star for me on the Van Meter visitor. Four-star four star for, for Matt. And a three-star for Skipper. Yep. Are you okay over there? Yeah. Okay, it looks like you got to, like, shit. <laughs> no. Do you need to use the restroom? I'm good. Okay. Peanuts bubbling. Yeah, do peanuts getting in you? Well, guys, that's it from us. Yeah.